0: Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Benji live in Los Angeles. Uh, this week's talk is going to be about the advancements of telemedicine. Um, telemedicine is the process of which the doctor uh, is able to uh, provide care via phone, iPad, uh, via streaming, um, and seeing patients uh, on the internet and uh, providing health care without the patient having to actually come to the office. I think. It's been around for about five years and over the past two years, I would say, it's really taken off, not to the point where, you know, all the doctors are using it. I would say one out of every five doctors have access to telemedicine. Um, A new report came out showing that the amount of uh, travel and wait times uh, for healthcare costs for patients is close to $89 billion being spent annually going to see their doctor and spending time either away from work uh or from whatever they're doing that's causing them to spend money so not only are they having to pay for the gas um you know in los angeles the average travel time is about 30 to 45 minutes depending on where you're driving to i know new york is probably even worse San Francisco, Chicago, all the major cities. So um, I think telemedicine is advancing, and I think it's important that legislate, uh, legislature uh, stands up and, and uh, passes some bylaws to allow doctors to feel more confident in providing care for these patients. The problem that I see is that it's, you know, not all doctors can... Um, treat these patients because a lot of times it falls under having to uh, having to do an objective exam. So um, for me, I I can take, you know, I do a little bit of telemedicine two days a month, and we take a subjective measure as far as like figuring out what the problem is, when it occurs. Um, But on an objective scale, I can't actually Test the range of motion. I can only listen to the patients um, explain what their problems are and, and how bad their pain is, where it hurts, and based on my experience, give them some tips on how to take care of their plantar fasciitis or take care of their tight uh, hamstrings and gastrocs. um, You know, what to do at the gym, um, which exercises to avoid, how often they should be stretching, um, what other doctors they may need to see. From that regard, I think telemedicine is. And very a very important factor, and I think it's very underappreciated um, in the U.S. healthcare system at this time. Um, I still think that a lot of the uh, lawmakers are debating ways to improve health healthcare access. And right now, there's a lot of licensing hurdles because you can't really practice telemedicine across state lines. So if I wanted to talk to a, a patient who lives in Las Vegas, I'd have to have a license to practice in Nevada. So um, I think a, a lot of the fears, myself included, is uh, along the lines of medical malpractice. You know, we're exchanging emails back and forth and, and with HIPAA, um, it becomes a, a big hurdle. And so we need the support of uh, a bipartisan support of uh, the the Congress to be able to pass laws and make it easier and more accessible for doctors uh, to be able to provide care for these patients. Um, I live in a big city, you know, we live in Los Angeles, biggest city in America. And the problem that I find is that, um, you know, I think it's more effective, at least at this time, Uh, for patients who say live in like rural uh, Colorado or even rural uh, California uh, where they don't have access to care but they're afraid uh, there's something definitely wrong with them but they don't know where to go and the nearest doctor is at least 45 minutes an hour and a half away and so this is a way for them to get in touch with their doctor and and basically basically be able to get screened for cancer or or talk about like their their symptoms and see whether it's something that the doctor can prescribe a medication right then and there for them to start taking, and then if it gets worse or if it doesn't help at all, then they can seek care um, closest to them. So I think from that aspect it helps. And also for me, like a lot of my patients, they have difficulty taking off from work, or you know they sometimes they can come in earlier like at eight thirty nine, but a lot of times these patients have careers that are, you know, some of my patients are athletes, um, doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, prominent businessmen in the marketing uh, arena, uh, women that are CEO of companies and business owners. So uh, it's difficult for them. So a lot of times I just get in touch with them uh, via telemedicine, you know, once a week. And instead of having to come follow up with me once a week, I'll talk to them uh, via telemedicine. You know, two, three times a month and they can follow up after four weeks in my office. So that makes it a little bit more convenient. Um, I know there's several apps out there that uh, provide care um, via telemedicine. I, I don't think that they're the best apps. I've, I've tried a couple and actually got rid of uh, my contracts with them because it's just not uh, as sophisticated as, as I think it needs to be. Um, but there's definitely an, an emergence of telemedicine, and I, and I think I think when the, within the next two to three years, um, patients will have access to the very best, you know, cancer doctors, the very best foot and ankle surgeons, the very best um, internal medicine doctors, the very best geriatric doctors. You know, you also have to consider old patients can't leave the house. If you're 75 and you have hip problems and you want to talk to an orthopedist about what your options are. You know, having to have your son or daughter or family member or even friend have to come take you. You may need transportation services. Um, it becomes an all-day ordeal, and especially in LA. Like if I want to go to Costco uh, during the week, that I know between the hours of five thirty and seven, I don't want to do that because it's going to turn into a three-hour errand. It's it's really, and I'm not even exaggerating. So, um, it's it's all about saving time to take care of ourselves so that we can go do the other things that we enjoy doing. Um, And most of us have, myself included, we're parents. And so uh, all of a sudden, you know, your priorities change when you have kids. So I think uh, telemedicine will really help expand uh, health and also provide, uh, you know, offsetting some of the healthcare costs for Americans and for our governments. So that's a little bit about telemedicine. I hope that gave you guys some insights Um, this is Dr. Benji and until next week, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks. Mm -hmm.